Return to Camp Blood, Episode 76, Community Spotlight with Gene DeRosa. This episode is brought to you by SignatureHorror.com. Jesus Christ. Jason's alive. He killed my friend, now he's coming to me. He's got a death curse. Jason's a legend. I was his warrior, an old friend of the Christie's. Jason belongs in hell. You're doing if you stay here. Never come back again. Today is his birthday. Welcome to another episode of Return to Camp Blood. I'm your host, Chris, joined by my fellow counselor, Nathan. What's up, guys? Tonight, we have another author on the show to talk about his trivia book, 613, a Friday 13th movie trivia book. How are you, Night Gene? Pretty good. How about you? Oh, I'm doing good. Doing good. So, like, I guess, like the the first thing, um, what 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 sort of why why a trivia book? <laughs> well, um, I've I've been involved in uh, online trivia games on AOL for about twenty years now. Um, it was just something that I've always liked, and um, at, at first, a friend and and I were going to write a mass trivia book about the TV show, but then she got hung up with some other obligations and i moved on on my own and uh i saw that uh june 13th was coming up and it happened to be a friday the 13th which is jason Voorhees' birthday so i said okay let's see if i can get this done in time to release it for that date like a like a sign from the horror gods (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah so um you know we we actually just had another uh, trivia book writer on, and I, I guess I'll ask you similar type questions. Um, you know, I, I imagine to to write a, a trivia book of this breadth, like you had to have watched the movies like way more than normal fans probably do. Um, about how long did it take you to write it? Um, for for the Friday the Thirteenth book, it wound up taking me about uh, I would estimate it six to seven months. Um, but like you said, there was a lot of sitting there watching the films and then rewinding <laughs> and fast forwarding and uh, just to pull every little bit of trivia out of there that I could. Um, but the amazing thing is, even when I go back and watch a movie now, I still find something that I didn't put in the book. And at some point, I want to <laughs> add it all in. So, <clears throat> Wow, that's crazy. Um, yeah, um, yeah, I definitely admire your dedication to now. I mean, granted, we all love these movies. You know, we've been doing a, a, a strictly Friday Thirteenth podcast for a year and a half, but um, we, you know, I I only watch these movies on certain, you know, on Friday Thirteenths and, and you know other occasionally other times. Um, right. So, <laughs> so after watching them so many times, are you sick of them yet? <laughs> no, not really. I mean, uh, there's like I said, there's always something new that I discover while I'm watching it, even though I've seen them so many times. And, um, I mean, even though you, you watch them again and again, there, there are films that you can do that with rather than just something that you watch once and you just toss it aside and never want to see it again, you know? Yeah, I mean, that, that's true. Um, like Chris had mentioned, we did have a, a recent author of another trivia book on the show. Um, and also, right. I'm, sure, I'm sure you're aware of the other, the other trivia uh, books that are out there in existence. And I have had a chance to read some. And the one thing that I think uh, sets yours apart that I've noticed is 
some of the other books basically just seem to be a book full of just questions. You know, it's you basically open it up and and it's just questions. It it doesn't really read you know like a book. Um, it's basically right. just a, just a, a question and answer book. Um, what I really enjoyed about yours, and I just think you did a really great job, is yours. Your trivia book actually reads like a regular novel type of book with all the other information that's in there. Um, right. And, and I just think you you really did a good job putting it all together. Thank you for that. Um, yeah, before writing it, uh, I actually went and looked at some of the other trivia books that were out there for Friday the 13th. And I had the same same thought that you did. They were just, it was like sitting sitting in school taking a test type of thing, where it was just a bunch of questions and didn't you you lost your focus halfway through and you didn't really get interested in it and my goal was to make it entertaining with like some of the category titles there's they're like song titles or related to movies and somehow um and plus i crammed in all the other information in different tables and stuff like every actor that was ever jason uh everyone that was ever his mother there's even a list of every dog that was in every one of the movies. So just put it all out there in tables and stuff. And then in the end, uh, at the end of the book, there's a kill index that lists everybody that was ever killed, who killed them, how they died. Um, plus like the timeline and filming locations. So, I mean, it's like I said, it's not just a bunch of questions with a bunch of answers in the back. I mean, they're in there, but also the questions are multiple choice. There's just regular questions and answers. There's, uh, I give you two lists and you have to match them together. Uh, so I kind of wanted to put a variety in there to keep it entertaining and interesting. Yeah. Like you mentioned the tables, um, everything's very, very well organized. That's another thing that, uh, when you get to those portions that you mentioned, uh, very organized, very easy to follow. Um, like I said, I just think it's, it's really well put together. Um, you know, not, not, to discredit any of the other books, but I, I just really enjoyed the way that yours was put together, the way that it actually reads more like a, a novel compared to, like you said, just a, a regular question and answer book. Um, and also I, I noticed that you had uh, the foreword, you know, from uh, Ari Lehman, the first Jason Voorhees. How did, how did you, you know, get in touch with him and uh, get him to do that for you? Well, originally uh, at the very beginning, I wasn't sure uh, how much it was going to cost to actually publish the book. Uh, it's self-published through my own publishing company, but I just wasn't sure exactly how much it would cost. So I uh, set up like a GoFundMe type page. Uh, I think it was on a different site than GoFundMe. I forget what it was, but uh, to try and raise some money to, to help offset the cost. And uh, with things like that, you it's good if you have rewards for the people that are donating. So I, uh, I actually contacted Ari on Facebook and just started talking to him with the initial idea of getting some signed photographs from him to use as rewards. And uh, we sat there and about three or four hours later in the conversation, uh, talking about everything, uh, I had signed photos on the way to me. And at one point I said, just out of the blue, would you be interested in writing the forward for it? And he actually loved the idea because he mentioned how um, sometimes at his concerts with First Jason, which you know a lot about, of course, um, he would uh, throw out questions to the crowd some, sometimes, just the, like trivia questions out of, out of the blue. So um, he really liked the idea of the book and jumped right on board. So, 
Well, good deal. Well, good deal. Um, yeah, I do know a little bit about that. I have seen that. Uh, have def- definitely seen that a couple times. But I think it's great that he, you know, that he took the time to do that for you. And actually, if I remember correctly, <clears throat> I think you two did a, a book promo when this book first was released at Tulsa Comic Con a, f- a couple years back. Was that correct? Yeah, yeah. I I bought them in. Uh, uh, the Wizard World people didn't didn't want to put them on their their roster, so I paid to bring them in. Sent him up in a hotel, everything, and he was in the booth signing autographs and meeting people. And uh, there's the book right next to next to him, so he can sign the books and everything. And it turned out to be pretty good. Yeah, he actually signed my personal copy and uh, inscribed it, Jason Forever. So, which I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, he, he's he's uh, signed quite a few copies for me to to try and sell as well. Uh, um, I actually ran out recently, so I need to get some more from him, but. <laughs> And I know the last time that we talked, you had mentioned uh, some stories about your interaction with Kane Hodder and uh, some of the stuff in the book. If if you could elaborate on that again for us. Uh, sure. Um, uh, last year in June, uh, there's a, another show called Tulsa, Tulsa Comic Expo. And uh, Kane Hodder and Lar Park Lincoln were both there sitting next to one another. And um, I had already started working with Lar as far as uh, having her sign stuff for me to sell for her. And um, it was really slow on the Friday night of the event. So I left my booth and went back to talk to Laura for a bit. And I wound up sitting back behind their tables talking to the two of them for about two hours. And I gave uh, Kane a copy of the book. I signed it for him, not that I'm anything important or anything. But uh, I gave him a copy and thanked him for being such a great Jason and a great part of the franchise. And he uh, sat there looking through the book and there's actually a section called Hotter Than Hell, uh, which is all about his his role in the movie. And he was going question by question, trying to find if I made any errors. And uh, after giving the answer to each one, he would turn around and share a story. Uh, like his favorite scene from Friday the 13th uh, was uh, when he emerged in Times Square in full makeup and everything. And... Uh, how they hadn't shut down the area. So there was people going crazy all around them and they had to cut a few times just to settle people down. Um, But it was great to actually sit there and hear straight from him exactly what he felt during the different scenes and shared quite a bit of trivia that I've been using since then that I had no idea about. (laughs) So earlier you, you'd kind of mentioned that you, um, what, what, sort of sparked your idea for doing the, the Friday 13th trivia book was that you and a friend were going to do a, a similar type book for the, was it the Friday 13th TV show? Uh, no, it was actually uh mesh. Uh, oh, man. Korean mash. war. Yeah. 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 It was, it had always been our favorite TV show. It's one of the things that we connected as 20 years ago as friends. It, it just kind of brought us together and it was, it seemed like the best topic for the first book. At some point, we're still going to do it, but right now, <laughs> yeah, that, still tied up doing other things. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask if you had any plans on revisiting um, that. Now, I know you, um, you're either finished or close to being finished with your next trivia book, um, and that, that is based around the Halloween series, right? Actually, uh, that one's done already. Oh, okay. That one's, yeah, that one's already released. Uh, it's, it's about twice the size of the Friday the 13th book. Because this time around, I knew exactly what I wanted to look for as I was watching them. So 
the process was a little more easier. But then even though I knew what I was looking for, I kept coming up with more and more stuff that I wanted to look for. So it's, like I said, about twice the size. Um, it has uh, an expanded uh, filming location section. It, I would say that it's the most comprehensive filming location list that you're going to find anywhere. I sat here uh, on Google Maps just confirming each of the locations and looking at the street view to make sure it matched up with the movie. And uh, there was one one location from, uh, let's see, it was the Rob Zombie remake part two, uh, the music store. It had a real, it was a real store and they had moved like three or four times so I couldn't find the location right away. I sat here for about eight hours just going in a three mile radius looking at all the street views I found the exact matchup for the building. So a lot of work went into just that one thing. So, But there's also a uh, photo section, which includes photos of uh, the replica masks that some of the people online in all the forums uh, actually make. Um, but like I said, I pretty much expanded on everything, and it's twice the size. And, and I'm actually, <laughs> oh, that, that's, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, it, it's... Go ahead. Oh, I was just... Yeah, I know there's a lot of uh, crossover in the fans of Friday the 13th and Halloween, I mean, for obvious reasons. So, um, yeah. Uh. Well, it definitely sounds very comprehensive, and I actually haven't picked up your Halloween book yet, but I I need to do that also. Um, But I was thinking that I heard from somewhere that are you doing another trivia book of some sorts, maybe about uh, horror films in general or something similar? Um Actually, right now, uh, the next one is actually going to be about the Twilight Zone TV series, the original series. Uh, it's going to be a trivia book and encyclopedia. So there's going to be like a, a page of questions from an episode, then the episode synopsis. And then on the back of that page will be the answers to those trivia questions. And it's going to okay. go episode by episode for all 156 of them. Nice. So it's nice. going to be like 620 pages and... Uh, rather than the the smaller eight and a half by uh, five and a half size that I have now, it's going to be like a full sheet of paper, eight and a half inches by eleven inches. So there's going to be a lot more information in that one. Well, that definitely has its following, so I'm sure that'll go over well with the fans. Um, another thing I think worth mentioning while we got you is uh, you did make reference about you know some signed photos and whatnot. Um, I know you have your website uh, where you have some Friday the Thirteenth alumni where you offer autograph pictures, you know, maybe for those that can't make it to uh, conventions or whatnot. Uh, did, can you just share a little bit about, you know, who you have on your website and what all you offer on that? Oh, sure. Um, well, basically, my idea was, like you said, for people that, that don't have a show that comes near them or they don't want they don't have the money to travel to one and have to pay for admission and hotel and still then turn around and pay for the autograph. I mean, it gets kind of pricey. So uh, I work with uh, Quite a few of the Friday the 13th cast members, like Laura Park Lincoln, Jennifer Banco, um, uh, from Part 6, Tom McLaughlin, the director, his wife Nancy, uh, Vinny Guastafaro, who was the deputy in Part 6, uh, Tom Fridley, uh, who was court in Part 6 in the RV. Um, uh, I'm forgetting people. <laughs> uh, I also uh, have Alex Vincent, who was actually from Child's Play. He was the little kid in the in the in the child's play movies. Um, you know, well, there's course, Ari. Ari yeah, I think I've, I think I've seen Victor Miller before. Yeah, I have him sign. Uh, I have him and Ari on a 
uh, 35th anniversary poster that I had an artist design. I had the two of them sign it, and it's limited edition of 35. Um, uh, Victor Miller, actually, I did a short interview for with him for the uh, foreword of the Halloween book, and he talks about how Halloween influenced his writing of Friday the 13th. So there's another connection between the two. Um, uh, I have uh, Doug, Douglas Tate, who is... Uh, Jason and the very end scene of Freddy versus Jason where he emerges carrying Freddy's head. Uh, I have him signing masks, uh, but he doesn't want to do the photos. He saves that just for when he's at a show. Um, I think that's about all of them, though. But you can find photos, replica masks. Uh, I even have a, a 3D printed tombstone from Part 6 uh, that the Part 6 cast members can sign. It's, all, it's loaded up with quite a, quite a bit of cool merchandise and stuff. And they can yeah. find that at, like you said, signaturehorror.com. Yeah, I've checked it out a couple of times. You've got some good good products on there. Um, for any of you out there that do attend conventions, if you're new to the scene, you might not know directly. But over the years, uh, the price you know, for individual signatures has just – it's really been going up lately. A lot of people have been you know, talking about the, the price hikes and whatnot, which you know, obviously – things, things change and, you know, other prices go up that, that can affect that. So I don't necessarily have an answer of, you know, why that is exactly, but, uh, the prices on the website from what I've seen are, are very good. Um, they're very competitive to, you know, what you would pay right at a convention. So I would, uh, highly suggest anyone to check out the website who might be interested in any of those, uh, Friday alumni. Thank you for that. Um, also, uh, it's not like I actually go to a show and just have them sign stuff. I mean, it's like we have a working relationship where I, I send them the, the stuff to be signed. They send it back, and it comes with a certificate of authenticity and everything. So it's not like I'm just getting it from a show and turning around trying to make a profit on it. It, it comes straight from the people that are signing it. So a lot of people don't actually realize that for some reason, but that's the way it works. <laughs> Yeah, mail orders, you know, getting to be pretty popular. Obviously, not everyone can go to every show. And like you said, the costs and whatnot, um, you know, the the autograph industry has just became very expensive, not just with with not just with film stuff, you know, obviously with uh, with sports memorabilia and whatnot, uh, the prices just keep going up. So it's nice to see, you know, people being able to stay, you know, competitive, like with what you have on your website. Plus, one of the things I try to do, uh, a lot of the a lot of the people that I have signing stuff for me are uh, people that might not get invited a lot to a lot of the shows because their role wasn't very big, which reminds me of another person that's on the list, Stu Charno from Part 2. Uh, he signs stuff for me, and he doesn't do shows anymore, so it's kind of like a, the only way you can get it from him is through me. So, I mean, it, it's kind of like an exclusive thing, but I try to do, like I said, this, some of the smaller cast members who might not get invited to a lot of shows, but then you also have someone like Lar who is all over the place at times. So, right. I noticed you, you obviously had several from part six is part six, one of your favorite installments in the franchise. Yeah, I think, I think part six and part seven, which the auto, people that have signed autographs would reflect part six and part seven are probably my two favorites. <clears throat> nice. Yeah. I'd have to agree with that. Um, and especially I know, uh, Vinny doesn't make a ton of convention appearances and neither does Tom Fridley. So it's nice to, to have those as an option on your website. Right. And, and part of it was that they didn't really have someone out there actively trying to get them in the shows. But uh, amazingly, things just keep ballooning for me. I'm actually working on getting all of them booked into conventions now, too. So, I mean, I haven't had much success yet, but because there's some people out there who don't really represent 
some of the stars and they try to get people in. So the convention, the people running the conventions don't really trust every, everyone that, it, that, uh, that contacts them saying, Hey, I represent this person. So it makes it a little harder for me, but right now I'm working on trying to get, uh, Lar, Lar and the four from part six, uh, booked into different shows. So at some point you might start seeing them out there. Nice. Nice. Now with that in mind, do you have any, uh, uh other future projects that you'd like to talk about, uh, besides the, your recent book? Um, well, like I said, we're doing the Twilight Zone book now, and after that will be the one that everybody keeps asking for, The Nightmare on Elm Street. Um, it probably would have went before Halloween, but it was just a timing thing that made Halloween jump the line. So, uh, And then, like I said, The Twilight Zone jumped the line because it it fits in better with the Comic-Cons that we do a lot of the time rather than horror movie stuff. I mean, there's a there's an audience there, but not, a, not as much crossover as that could make the show successful every time. But if you mix in something like sci-fi Twilight Zone, I think it'll bring in a lot more people and then they'll see the horror stuff and be interested. That Um, makes sense. Yeah. Uh, Plus, uh, my wife and I actually started making these handcrafted uh, bags, like purses and tote bags and stuff like that, with uh, different character fabrics like Doctor Who. Uh, There is some horror stuff, though. Uh, Some Jaws fabric and Walking Dead. And I actually, one of my favorites is uh, the Universal Monsters. They have them all on one pe- one fabric, kind of like a collage. And so we're making bags like that and doing craft shows and bringing them to Comic-Cons with us because, again, it brings in the more crossover of the Doctor Who people, the Marvel comics and everything. And also speaking of the shows, um, I, I know you're in located in Tulsa, I believe, and we are getting near the end of convention season. But uh, do you plan on hitting, you know, very many shows outside of your, your hometown area next year? Uh, well, we definitely plan to. Um, the first show that we did out of the area was uh, in September. Uh, we went to Hot Springs, Arkansas, uh, where there was uh, it's called SpaCon because Hot Springs is nicknamed Spa City. Um, but, uh, we did that show after, uh, hooking up with, um, Tamara Glenn from Halloween five. She was Samantha, uh, in the devil costume. Uh, she has a hot springs horror film festival out there and it ran the same weekend as SpaCon. So we went out and attended both of them, had a booth at SpaCon. But, uh, we also, she invited us over to the, to the film festival where we saw, uh, Alan Howworth, who, uh, did the, a lot of those musical scores with John Carpenter. Uh, he actually had a concert where he plays the music from the films. And on the, the movie screen, there's actually clips from the movies that run all together. And it's it was a really cool, like, uh, I think it was about 60-minute concert of just the music from the movies. Um, but that was the first one that we did out of the area. But uh, we are currently talking about going to Branson, Missouri, um, uh, let's see, there's another one in Little Rock that we're going to do, and we're hoping to get to Dallas as well. Uh, that's on New Year's Eve weekend. Uh, but I'm also going to try and get into strictly horror, horror shows like Texas Frightmare, which is almost impossible to get into unless you book like two years ahead. Um, uh, Horror Hound weekend. I mean, it's usually within driving distance. We'll try and do it, you know but we're just now branching out to other areas. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'd I'd like to get to some more conventions myself. Uh, Nate and Eric are are our token uh, convention goers, so they get all they get to have all the fun on the road. <laughs> <laughs> so, in addition to signaturehorror dot com, um, how what are some other ways uh, listeners can find you on the interwebs? Uh, if you search signature horror on Facebook, it will bring you to uh, one of my two pages. I have an actual page and then a group page. Um, on the group page, other people can actually post, and on the regular page, it's just me that can post. I mean, other people can post things, but it's off to the side, and no one will see it. Um, but if you search Signature Horror, it'll it'll find those, or you can find me, Gene DeRosa, G-E-N-E-D-E-R-O-S-A. Uh, search that on Facebook, and you can find me right there and ask me to send you links for all the other sites um, or just become my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and I'll, I'll put all I'll put links to all that in the um, show notes at campclubpodcast dot com slash seventy six. Uh, well, Gene, it was been a pleasure talking with you, and um, yeah, I I got a, a couple copies of your book. Um, I don't know last year sometime, and they're fantastic. It's fan it's a fantastic book. Um, Thank you. For and that. I I think I'll be giving one away in conjunction with the release of this episode. So all of our fans. Um, uh, be on the lookout on our Facebook page for when I uh, post about this episode and you'll get a chance to win um, Gene's book 613. Uh, as always, our, our our patrons will be automatically entered, so if you donate to us, no action required on your part. Um, yeah, Gene, it's been a real pleasure. I appreciate you coming on the show, man. Hey, thanks for having me on. I appreciate all the exposure. Well, all right, please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you listen to the show. If you want to support us financially, head over to campbloodpodcast.com slash donate. If you think you or someone you know should be featured on the show, you can hit us up at the website under the contact tab or comment on the show notes at campbloodpodcast.com slash 76. Also, please consider checking out the other shows on Astro Panda over at astropandaproductions.com. A special thanks goes out to the Down River Rap for our intro and outro music. You can check his stuff out at thedownriverrat.com. Until next time. <laughs>